So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student-athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association. So we'll talk some high school hoops today and some high school wrestling. If this is your first visit to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, thanks for downloading the show. We have shows every Saturday and Wednesday during the high school sports season. Best way to never miss an episode, subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. You can also like us on Facebook and uh, Give us a follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. And if you're looking for all the scores and highlights from across the region, check out the sports tab at DailyDodge.com. Tim Winker, the head wrestling coach at Beaver Dam High School, is going to talk about the Golden Beavers. That's coming up next on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Wisconsin high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Wisconsin high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Let's talk some high school wrestling right now and head to Beaver Dam High School and bring in head coach Tim Winker as his team has their season up and moving along. Coach Winker, so far in this early part of the season, just your impressions of, of the Golden Beavers. You know, we're looking solid. Um, we got a lot of inexperienced kids uh, gaining some experience in the varsity uh, lineup, but um, we have a great group of kids that are working really hard. We got some kids that are really talented and we got some guys that uh, I think we, we're going to have a lot with them once we uh get him some more experience. So I'm really excited about what we're going to, what we can accomplish this year. Coach, before we talk about actual on the mat type of stuff, I know, you know, that with all the, the COVID type of protocols and such, we talk about close contact. I think wrestling may be the most closest contact of any sport out there. Can you kind of talk about how the season runs, how meets run, how practices run, just, just how you're running in this COVID world? Yeah, by definition in the sport of wrestling, uh, if you're trying to socially distance, you are stalling. So that's a, uh, that's a big issue in our sport. Um, but yeah, we are trying to do everything we can uh, to minimize any type of exposure, um, whether it's in practice or in a duel. We are always wearing a mask um, to try and prevent anything that way. Um, we limit our practice partners in practice. So we know who everyone is practicing with. Um, so if something does pop up, we know exactly who's been in close contact. Um, and most of the rest of the stuff we've always been doing. Um our sanitation has always been really good because we do have to worry about skin conditions year in, year out, um, make sure kids are staying clean that way. Um, so COVID hasn't been a huge change for us in that respect. Um, we always wash our shoes when we come on the mat. Um, we make sure we have clean practice clothes every day, clean uniforms whenever we're competing. Um, but it's not a huge change from anything in the past. Probably the biggest change this year is in like our dual meets. 
Um, if we're wrestling exhibition matches after the duel, um, as soon as the kid comes off the mat, he actually goes immediately into the locker room and showers. So everyone's showering immediately after their match, uh, both teams. And if they have a second match for that night, they'll come back out, put on a different singlet and wrestle a second match. Coach, with that said, can you tell me about the student-athletes that are competing? Maybe start from the lower weight class and move your way up and, and talk about uh, each weight class and what the competition's like and who's in those slots? Yeah, absolutely. At uh, 106, actually, we got uh, two kids out this year. We have a senior in Eddie Tostado and a freshman in Anastasia Putz-Hittner. Um, both are actually still pretty light. They're actually weighing in under 106. Um, but we're looking forward to getting both of them on the mat um, and being able to fill at least those bottom two weight classes. Uh, 120, actually, we don't have anyone else under that weight class, so we're kind of uh, going to end up with a forfeit that, there all year um, unless something else comes out. Um, 126, Matt Hendricks, uh, talented junior, um, kind of had a little bit rough time the last two years, but I think he's ready to turn a corner this year and uh, get some positive matches at the varsity level. Um, 132, Kyler Newberger. Um, probably our most experienced returner. Um, he was, uh, took third at sectionals last year, just missing a, a trip to the state tournament. Um, he's a junior. He's looking to, you know, break through the state tournament, hopefully get onto the uh, podium this year. Um, 138, Ren Nickel wrestled a little bit of varsity for us last year, um, but he's a junior looking to uh, step up and be a little bit more um, positive scorer for this year. 145 right now is empty, um, but I got a senior, Brian De La Cruz. He's uh, working his weight down to fill that spot in the next couple of weeks. Um, and he had some, he had varsity experience with us last year. Carson Graham, who's a sophomore um, in a second year wrestling, really took to the sport last year. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot of positives from him this year at 152. Um, 160 for right now is Brian De La Cruz, but then uh, probably filling it with Keegan Jacobs. Um, he's a sophomore and uh, hopefully coming in to uh, get some varsity wins for us there. And then at 170, we have um, Gabe Klatt, who's a very experienced freshman, um, has you know been in the top of the state throughout his youth career um, and looking to see how he can do now at the, the high school level. So I'm really excited, how, excited to see how Gabe can do this year. Um, 182 is going to kind of be, uh, kind of our hot hand for the week. Whoever our best practice or, uh, wrestler is right now, it's going to be Tom Putz Hittner. Um, and then 95 220 in heavyweight, we got a, a group of very strong, uh, athletic kids coming in there. Um, at 195 is going to be Caden Reby. Um, he's a junior, um, hasn't really had a lot of varsity experience, but, uh, pretty talented wrestler. And then 220 is Nick Ludewies. Um, he's a junior who actually missed almost all of last year with a concussion. Um, but he was four and one before he actually ended up getting knocked out for the year. So I'm excited to see what he can do this year. And at two, uh, at heavyweight, um, Hayden Desarn, who's a sophomore. And I mean, that's a kid that's put in a, a ton of work in the last nine months to really transform his body. He, uh, was wrestling last year at the end of the year, about 210 pounds. And he came back in right now. He's about 260. Um, and I can guarantee every, every pound he's added was muscle. So it's been quite the improvement and quite the, uh, impressive, uh, change for Hayden. And I'm excited to see what he can do with that on a mat this year. Well, coach, we talked in the past Just what's your take on where, where the program's at as you try to, you know, to, to build this program, to make sure you can fill all your weight classes and, you know, and, and work the youth programs hard, which I know you're doing. Um, just what's your take on where the golden beavers are at right now as a program as a whole? 
Um, well, this year we are really down on numbers. Um, some of it is COVID related. Some of it is um, just a kind of an extension of COVID with uh, students struggling with the different academic expectations that we've transitioned to this year. Um, but I, I love the kids that we got in the room this year. I think we can really uh, grow and build with them. I love where our youth program is at right now. We have a, a great group of seventh and eighth graders, sixth graders that um, in the coming years are really going to fill into our, our uh, high school lineup quite well. Um, and really all of it has started with our, our youth program in the last 10 years taking off um, and really building those numbers and building that talent at the youth level. Um, so now it's starting to fill in at that high school level and really show, uh, and hopefully in the next couple of years, really going to show what that youth program has done and um, kind of build a little more success at the high school level. We're talking with Beaver Dam wrestling coach, Tim Winker. Coach, how about schedule-wise this year? I know it's always a challenge uh, to all the sports here this year with COVID. You know, wrestling used to looking at a schedule and saying, oh, what, what uh, multi-team event are you going to on the weekend? Not happening that way this year, is it? You're, you're searching for dual meets to, to fill out the schedule? Yeah, well, uh, what's left of our Badger Conference, uh, the teams that aren't in Dane County that are going to compete, uh, we kind of got together and pretty much set up our own schedule. The WIA has uh, held us to one dual meet every seven days, so we have to have six days off between competitions. Um, so that's really limited our schedule as far as getting more matches in. Um, and obviously with the um, contact tracing, we've eliminated any multi-team events. Um, so we are just limited to duels. And right now we're wrestling all of our duels on Friday with the exception of uh, one over our winter break. But um, yeah, the, it's certainly a different layout this year to our schedule, but uh, we're hoping to maximize the number of quality matches kids get in those duels through our exhibition matches so that they can be uh, prepared to wrestle at the highest level once we get to regional sectionals and hopefully state. Yeah, Coach, you brought that up there too as well. The WIAA, I know I heard some talk at the last Board of Control meeting and such. They are they are still working through a few things, but they plan on having a postseason so the kids can get that postseason experience and, and hope to make a run somewhere to a, a, quote, culminating event in some capacity. Yep. Yep. So far they've, uh, they, they've said we're still planning on going ahead with regionals as planned, but I remind my kids every night of practice, like, Hey, be excited. You get to wrestle today. Cause at any point, the County, the state, the superintendent, WI, any of us, any of them could shut us down. So, um, we just got to be excited to be able to wrestle each and every day. Um, because like some many, so many seniors have found out one day it ends and that's just the end of it. So, just being thankful for everything we get to do this year, being able to wrestle no matter what capacity it's in. Um, just being thankful and excited to be able to compete in the sport. And, Coach, we, we hope to have some of your meets on. I know we do already have some scheduled on the DailyDodge.com video stream, so I'm looking forward to getting out and uh, you know and watching some wrestling. You know, I, I haven't gotten to a lot of them, but last year I was out to one of your wrestling events, and I grew up in a wrestling town in Wisconsin Rapids. With, you know, I played basketball, so nobody liked me in the town. But but just the excitement of a wrestling meet, man, I mean, the juice and the energy that gets in the building, I don't think there's anything like it. No, no, there's definitely not. When you're out on the mat, it's uh, kind of the loneliest place in the world. But the the nice part for me that I always enjoyed is there's no one else to blame. It's it's you and another person, and you're trying to uh, impose your will on them. And um, you know, you come off the mat, you see their your triumph or your mistakes that you need to work on. So um, that's the part that I love about it best. And you know, you're cheering for you know the kid at your weight to be better than the kid at their weight, and through 14 weights that creates a lot of different possibilities. So it's a very exciting sports sport where 
you know, anybody of any size can find success, any body style. It's that's the best part of it for me. You don't have to be tall or fast. You can be quick, strong, um, you know, whatever it is to make your, your technique successful. So, well, I encourage everybody to check the daily dodge.com uh, sports tab and find out when our next uh, broadcast is of Beaver Dam high school wrestling coach, Tim Winker. Thank you so much. And good luck to the golden beavers here this season. Thank you very much, Wade. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Central Wisconsin Christian girls basketball team is off to a good start this season. And we're going to bring in head coach Mark Vanderwerf. Coach, uh, what are your early thoughts on your version of the Crusaders this season? Uh, so far this season, I've been real pleased. Uh, the girls are putting in, putting in a lot of a lot of hard work. Um, we're getting contributions from uh, players one through nine, so that's that's always important. So um, you have a lot of options, uh, both in scoring, rebound, and defense. So. I mean, you can look to a lot of different players in different games. Um, it's always always hard for teams to build a scouting report. Coach, uh, talking about the players you return, you bring back three players that uh, that earned uh, all Trailways East Conference mention, led by uh, Jolie Scout, who was a first team pick last year. Can you talk about those young ladies? Uh, yeah, Jolie. She she's a dynamic player on both ends of the court. Um, she does some really good things offensively for us. Um, handles the ball a lot, um, and also defensively is. Is one of our, our top defenders coming back as well. Um, also, Shelby Bualda, who who stepped in as a as a sophomore last year and and did some really good things. Um, earned um, honorable mention all conference. You know, also as a contributor on both ends of the court. Um, and then Caitlin Vanderwerf was a freshman last year. Uh, was honorable mention. She was actually second in the conference in rebounding. Um, you know, defense and rebounding and. Uh, control the ball on offense, our, our strengths that she has. Coach, you also bring back some other returners last year that were contributors and will play big roles for you here in the 2020-2021 season? Uh, yeah, we have uh, two seniors returning in Belvery and Abby, Abby Bartlett, um, both giving us solid minutes uh, currently off the bench and doing, doing a good job. And then uh, Megan Greenfield is coming up from the JV to the varsity from, from last year as a, as a backup ball handler. Um, and then we have uh, two sophomores, or three sophomores, sorry, coming coming in as well. Emma Hoffman, who returned to the varsity from last year as well. And then you have Elise Ritzma and Ada Smith to, to give us some size in the middle. Of, um, everybody's, you know, those three girls have been off to, to a great start of their sophomore year. Coach, uh, how much basketball did your kids get to play this summer with with the pandemic and such? And what kind of shape did they come in uh, once, once you got practice going a few weeks back? Um, we didn't, we didn't play a whole lot of basketball. We tried to set up a, a tournament, um, weren't, wasn't able to get that, wasn't able to get that going. So we had, you know, three or four nights where we, 
were at school and did some some basketball stuff. But um, they they came in in fairly decent shape, uh, not necessarily basketball wise, but they had played a lot of volleyball um, in the fall, um, which helps to get them into shape and. And then, you know, they, they turn the corner to their focus their mind on basketball after that. Coach, if somebody hasn't seen uh, the Crusaders play basketball, can you kind of describe the style of ball you'll see and what you, what you think the M.O. this year's squad's going to be? Well, uh, the M.O. I think is, is defensively. We try to try to be really, really solid, um, just limit opportunities. Um, we, have some, we have some great quickness on the perimeter, um, supported by size in the middle, and I think that really helps to be able to to get out and, and challenge things uh, defensively on the perimeter, um, and, and know that you know you got the big girls on the inside to to provide some defensive help if that's needed. Um, we like to share the ball a lot, um, getting assists on. I think last night it was 16 of 19 baskets, which which is great for any team because you know if you can get in the lane, make passes, kickouts, um, that's going to be lead to a lot of easier baskets and, and uncontested shots, which are obviously easier to make than contested ones. Coach Jolie, have any interest in playing basketball at the next level? Uh, she's, been, she's been looking at, at potentially playing ba- basketball. There was a, a couple colleges have interest in that. Um, she potentially is interested in, in playing volleyball as well. But, you know, she just, at this point, she's just wanting to concentrate on, on her high school season, her senior season, and, and enjoying that. And if she wants to pursue the opportunity to, to play, um, at the college she chooses, then she'll go to that route. But I think at this point she's more worried about her senior year and and enjoying that year with her teammates. Coach, what's your take on the Trailways East Conference this season? What are some of the things that have to happen if you want to be in contention, I guess, now at the end of January, early February for a league title? Yeah, the the, the conference is, is really strong this year. I think you have uh, – there's five teams, five or six teams that are that are really solid. I think you have Oakfield and Dodgeland who potentially are at the top of the conference, um, bring back a lot of players. Oakfield's got some, some great young size uh, that they brought in, a couple of, couple of freshmen. Uh, Dodgeland returns, I think, all of their, all of their players from, from last year that were really solid contributors. You know, and then you have uh, Houstonsford and, and Lords as well, who um, bring back a lot of players, um, always solid programs. So, you know, the, those, those four teams as well as us will be – you know, competing to be in the top top half of the conference this year. And coach, what are some of the things that have to happen if your team wants to be one of those teams at the top of the conference? I think we really need to, we need to come along. We need to focus on execution offensively. Um, you know, the better you can execute, the more open shots you get. And I think um, getting getting more players to contribute um, in, in making shots uh, will be a big thing for us. Um, to be able to continue to elevate our success. Well, Coach Mark Vanderwerf, I appreciate the time and I appreciate all the help you give us in getting information uh, out about the Crusader uh, athletic programs in general. Uh, good luck and we'll, we'll talk somewhere down the line. All right. Thanks a lot, Wade. Have a great day. The Waterloo Boys basketball team is off to a one and one start this season, and we're going to bring in head coach Trevor Deppie to give us the inside scoop on the Pirates here uh, this year. Uh, coach Deppie, first of all, just your thoughts on, on Waterloo as a basketball as you, you get the season going. Um, you know, to start out, we're just happy to be or to have the opportunity to be playing right now. Obviously, with all the stuff going on, and to get two games under our belt. Um, it's great. It's, I, the kids are starting to enjoy it. You know, it's starting to bring a little bit of live liveliness back into 
into all this uh, COVID stuff. And I think that the kids are really starting to enjoy it a little bit more. And obviously, Monday's game, getting the win, uh, has really helped out our morale and said, all right, now we're getting into the fifth of the season and hopefully we can just keep on building and have a successful season. Uh, coach, usually they say what year number two, maybe you see your team make a big jump, especially as a head coach trying to figure things out and know what's coming. But then you had this off season we've had this year. And uh, did, did you get to do a lot of work with your program at all this summer and, and into the, into the season? Uh, I basically just got to, to have a couple of text conversations just to check in you know, say, hey, go check this out, go look at this. Um, we had a couple of contact days in the summer. Those were very limited, too, with what we could do. But, you know, we just, I guess we've kind of built off of what we started last season, and we've just been rolling with it that way. Um, not much, yeah, like you said, not much opportunity to really get a lot of work in. Doing what we can with what we've been dealt with. Coach, you come off a pretty good football season, too, so you kids come into to, uh, to basketball shape. What kind of basketball shape are they in when you finally got out on the practice floor? Uh, yeah, that was that was a little interesting. Just with, um, you know, obviously, football, they didn't have any restrictions, and now they got to come into basketball, and we're in mass all the time. Uh, honestly, you know, props to the football team. Uh, they've made the playoffs this year. Um you know, it was a little bit of a struggle because obviously football attack, uh, physical game that requires a lot of a lot of hitting and a lot of bruises and sores. So, you know, when their football season ended, we were practicing or had open gyms and then practicing the following week. And I had kids coming in saying, ah, I'm sore. I'm a little, still a little worked up from football, but, you know, they sucked it up and we've had a started out slow but lately our practices have picked up a little bit and I think now we're starting to get into a little bit of basketball shape um obviously they've had to wear the mask the whole time that's been that's been a change for them but we're adapting and we're making it work out coach can you talk about your roster this season you bring back a, a good group of young men who uh, played for you last year yeah um Eugene Wolf uh, he had a pretty good football season this year and then he's started out pretty good so far for basketball he's been our leading couple of games uh he's put on some some size and he's really handling the basketball well starting to get the offense going so he's kind of taking on a little bit more of a leadership role this year um Caleb Hager is another kid that's put on a little bit of beef this year uh you know you'll ask Caleb he'll say well he can shoot he can always shoot a little bit better and so far this season you know once he starts getting into a rhythm He'll really start to click, and that'll help us out tremendously. Uh, Blake Hebner was voted our team's defensive MVP last season. Um, he's been doing some good things offensively. He's been working on a little bit of post moves, um, being able to knock down the outside shot. So once he gets going, too, and then uh, Brody Shans is a 6'3". He plays like a guard, defends, most, or defends the um opposing team's best player most of the time. Uh, he's been doing some pretty good stuff for us on the defensive end. He's another one that we got to get going, knocking down some shots. And then we got a couple of juniors coming in this year, getting some varsity experience. Um, Landon Moline knocked down a big three the other night to push our game to overtime against Partyville. You know, he's it's a big change to go from JV to varsity and the, just 
don't have as much time to think about it. Um, Ian Rivers, another kid, I think he had nine rebounds the other day against Partyville. So guys are starting to fall into their roles a little bit, maybe understanding what they got to do to help out the team, and it's starting to starting to click a little bit. So, Coach, if somebody hasn't seen the Pirates play, what style of basketball do you play and what do you look for from your team night in and night out? Uh, I would say one of the things we try to do is push up the tempo a little bit, you know, maybe look for some easy ones. Um, if we don't have that opportunity where we have no problem pulling it out and running a good offensive set, reversing the basketball a couple times and getting a good shot. Uh, defensively, you know, we're, we're solid. Obviously, we don't have a lot of size. I think we got one six foot five kid, Addison Hensler, that comes off the bench. But, you know, we're, we're working on team defense and being able to uh, help out those guys down low a little bit. Talking with Trevor Deppie, the uh, Waterloo High School boys basketball coach. Uh, coach, schedule-wise, uh, how difficult was scheduling this season? Did you have to fill a lot of games? Did you have to move a lot of stuff around at this point uh, for your season? Uh, so far, we've only had to move a couple of games. Uh, once they shortened the season, obviously the conference games kind of had to give a boot to some of the non-con games, and we ended up making it work out. we got to play a couple more Saturdays. Um, we were supposed to play in a, in the Thanksgiving Day tournament over in Beaver Dam, and obviously when the season got pushed back, then they canceled that tournament, but they said, well, you guys still want to come over and play, and that's how we're going to end up going over there on Saturday and playing. But we haven't had too many issues with scheduling so far. We're still waiting to hear from a couple of teams in the Capital Conference uh, what their plans are. But as it sits right now, I think we're at 21, 22 games. And obviously, you know, I've been getting emails saying, hey, you want to come play this day, come play this day. So we're just playing it day by day. And maybe one day we'll just all of a sudden pack up and hop on a bus and go play. And we're totally fine with that. Just just like I said earlier, just the opportunity to go out and play some basketball is 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 good for us this year. Well, Coach, what are some of the things that have to happen if your team wants to uh, push towards the top of the Capital South Conference here this year? <laughs> uh, the Capital is, uh, when I was looking at it the other day, 12 all-conference players, and I believe nine of them are returning. So it's a pretty pre-seasoned group that's got some experience. Um, you know, we've Last season, we had some competitive games with some of these teams that we were we felt we were really in and had opportunities to win some of those games. Um, you know, this year we got to do a better job of closing out those games and getting a couple of wins. But it's going to be tough. There's there's some very good basketball players and some very good basketball teams in the Capital South, and then we're actually playing a couple from the North as well. So we'll be tested a little bit, and hopefully we can get a couple. Well, Coach, uh, I appreciate the time, and good luck this season. Hopefully we can uh, talk a little more Waterloo basketball as the, uh, as the season goes along. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Wisconsin, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question. So, where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the program. Again, please subscribe to the show. It's your favorite podcasting site. It really helps us out. Give us a like on Facebook. Search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Appreciate Trevor Deppie joining us as he talks some Waterloo boys basketball. Also, Mark Vanderwerf, the Central Wisconsin Christian girls coach, uh, gave us a preview and a talk about his team's early season so far. And Tim Winker, the head wrestling coach at Beaver Dam High School. Until Wednesday, my name is Wade Bates. I remind you to find all the latest scores and highlights of what's going on in the region on the sports tab at dailydodge.com. We'll see you Wednesday on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.